So for those of you who were not here last week, Father Mike mentioned during his homily that he did not watch the Oscars and that he didn't even see any of the feature movies or film. My wife and I, on the other hand, have watched at least six or seven of the top nominated films and we still have a few more on our list to watch. And we have watched the entirety of the Oscars ceremony, including the red carpet. Because you see, I really love movies. And unlike Father Mike, I love movies of all genres. Big Hollywood blockbusters, formal films, documentary, you name it, I am going to watch it. Because at the very core, I love stories even weird ones. Like, for example, this year's big winner, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Lynn and I were sitting down in our basement watching the movie, and 30 minutes into the movie, Lynn tuned out. She picked up the phone. It was just too weird for her. I watched it in its entirety. And after the movie was over, she asked me, what the heck was that movie about? <laughs> well, definitely not easy to describe. But Jamie Lee Curtis, who, uh, who won Best Supporting Actress for a role in the movie, was asked that very same question on the red carpet. What is the movie about? Her answer, surprisingly, was, it's all about love. And I went, what? <laughs> At first, I thought it was a very strange answer to me. But then I thought, and I thought about it. Okay, I think I see it. You see, like I told you before, I love stories. And it seems to me, at least on some level, all stories are about love. And as Father Mike mentioned last week, each and every one of us has a story, a story of our very own. And whether we are aware of it or not, each of our stories is fundamentally all about love. The need for love, the pursuit of love, the absence of love, or all of the above. In today's reading, we have a story from the Gospel of St. John. And among many things, St. John is famous for writing that God is love. And it is love that permeates throughout all that he writes. And he tells us the story of Jesus. John's skill as a writer really brings to life all the little details that showcase both the divine and the human aspect of Jesus. And these stories, especially these gospel stories that we heard throughout Lent and leading up to Holy Week, are some of the best love stories in the Bible. But not just the Bible. I'll tell you, these are some of the best love stories in the world ever written. So why is that? I think because Jesus himself is so much more than just a story. He is love. 
And he enters into every reality in the very heart of our own story or our own movies, if you will. And if we let him, he will completely transform our story into a credible story of infinite love. And so now, just as Jesus can enter into and transform our story, I want to invite you to enter into Jesus' story in the gospel today. Maybe try to put yourself into Martha's shoes. Martha who loved Jesus very much. And she knew how to capture Jesus' attention. Remember how the story begins. Martha sends a message to Jesus. She says, Master, the one you love is sick. That's all. She doesn't tell him to come. She doesn't tell him how bad it is. And Jesus, who was fond, very fond, in a special way to Lazarus, does respond because he had a special relationship with Martha, Mary, and Lazarus because he used to stay in their home in Bethany, a stone throw away from the temple of Jerusalem when he went there to pray. And that is the keynote of understanding this whole gospel. It's all about love. Jesus loves Lazarus. He loves Martha. He loves Mary. He loves his disciples. Jesus loves people. That's what he does because that is who he is. He comes to bring God's love, to show that love in the ordinary of our lives. Think about it. This is how Jesus appears in the ordinary. And on the scene, and Martha, when she finds out, she rushes out to meet him. Again, imagine that you are her. And you're actually a little annoyed because you feel that he has come a little bit earlier. He could have healed your brother, like he has healed so many others. Maybe your brother would still be alive. And so she says to Jesus, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know, whatever you ask God, God will give you. You're hoping that he will do something special. And Jesus says to you, your brother will rise. And you respond, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. And then Jesus used these most powerful words of hope. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. And then he asks you, do you believe this? And you say, yes, Lord. I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who is coming into this world. Can you really say this truthfully? Do you really believe this? And what does this mean to you? How does how you answer this question 
impact your story, your movie. Jesus means exactly what he says. This is not hyperbole. He really means that he himself can actually give eternal life to anyone who comes to him. But first, we must believe. And if we open our hearts and we believe in him, we already have eternal life because Jesus is the Son of God. And God represents life, not death. There's nothing about death in God. He lives, and his son has come down to tell us that he lives, and he continues to live after he dies. And because of this, we will live. So death now merely becomes a passageway. What Jesus is revealing to Martha is that all of us are destined for eternal life. That death is only a transition. It's a movement. It is a moving from one place to another. Death is not the end of the story. It's the middle of the story. The end of the story is about love, eternal love that never ends. Today's gospel story has even more to tell us. So Jesus asks, where have you laid him? And they take him to the tomb. And he does something very curious. Remember I told you how important the little details are? Jesus weeps. And you might be thinking, why? He weeps not only for Lazarus and Martha and Mary. Jesus also mourns for something deeper. He mourns for the fact that this world is rough and it's a cruel place. And it isn't God that made it this way. People's lives, people's stories are full of loneliness, full of difficulties. Just read the news. There are so many fears. Our hearts hunger and the malaise that comes with just being a human being alive in the world today. Jesus weeps because he enters into all parts of our humanity. This is the love story of God. God loves us. God cares. God is actually concerned about me and you personally. So much so that he has allowed his son, Jesus, to take on the pain and become one of us. Because it's only by God becoming one of us that he could truly experience the joys and the pains of our daily existence. It's God's ultimate act of intimacy. And so our own love story, whether we know it or not, is so closely connected to Jesus because he pursues us. Jesus reminds us of his love for us when he says, you did not choose me, but I chose you. And Jesus is always reassuring us with words of hope. 
He tells us, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way. Follow me. Let me show you the way. You don't have to do this on your own. Jesus is literally the guide character in your story. And although your story might have some darkness, even to the edge of despair and disappointment, or feeling that you're being all alone and rejected, everything that is meant to suffer as a human being, as well as rejoicing and praising God for the great things in life. Through it all, thick and thin, you must know that Jesus is with you. And we can turn to him in faith and trust that you are loved. When those times come, you must know that Jesus is with you and we can turn to him. Because this is the beautiful love story that is given us today. Lazarus, from today's gospel story, is the sign and symbol of the truth of every human being. That is, we are not created for a short time, then to die and disappear into nothingness. But we are created by God, who is love. We are created to love God and to be loved unconditionally by God. And we are called to respond to that love by loving one another. Remember, each of us has a story. And it can be the weirdest, most bizarre, boring, sad, scary, lonely story ever told. Or it could be adventurous, exciting, beautiful, or quiet, simple, peaceful. No matter what your story is like, God wants to be part of it. He wants you to invite his son, Jesus, and allow him to play a starring role in your love story. Because when we do, he will absolutely transform it. Because at the very core, it is all about love. <laughs>